0: This is Minda Wilson with Urgent Care, and I'm very pleased to uh, welcome Sanjay Sigal, the chairman and CEO of MySys Group, um, and just an innovator in technology and uh, a philanthropist, just an all-around exceptional person. Uh, Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Was technology something you were interested in when you were a kid, or was it something you got interested in later in in life?
1: So, see, uh, I mean, I guess, uh, Minda, when I was born, there was not a whole lot we knew about technology at that time. So, it was, I think, uh, I would say much later. uh, You know, I I am not one of those Gen Y or Gen Z kids, uh, you Mm -hmm. know, so... Uh, And I think uh, who were born with iPhone or internet. I mean, it was a pre-internet era. So Mm -hmm. it was uh, obviously, you know, technology was not something uh, we were, you know, we were very exposed to. But Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, how things work, I would say how the machines work or how, uh, you know, uh, that was always uh, something that intrigued me. Uh, Mm -hmm. So I was to some degree interested in, you like when you're kids, you always want to be astronauts or, you know, Or uh, we want to go in a rocket and go to moon or something. I mean, so I think uh, those kind of things always fascinated me. And and later on, when the opportunity presented itself, I I did take a degree in in, in electrical, in engineering and and pursued a career, uh, you know, in computers uh, before I got into entrepreneurship, uh, you know, myself.
0: That's interesting. So my first programming language was Fortran.
1: Mine too, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> that, is so, that is so interesting to hear that name after so many years. <laughs> Fortran, <yeah.
0: laughs> so, so, so you started your career sort of like in engineering, and then, and then did you spend, what, what moved you sort of to entrepreneurship? So I think, you know, I
1: I worked for, I would say, about 10, 11 years, unlike the kids of uh, these days who are able to get into, uh, you know, startups right away, right after college. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was not that, that prevalent or easier to do during our time. So I worked for, uh, you know, several years. In fact, during that time, I mean, Uh, I moved to to U.S. Uh, I I grew up in India, by the way, and I moved to U.S. uh, right after, I would say, one year of my uh, work experience that I I worked for a company there. And then through that company, we had done a design. I was into hardware design. So that design was licensed by some U.S. companies uh, in California, and they wanted us to come there and to help them uh, Mm -hmm. it to market. Uh, So I came to help them and then they wanted me, you know, wanted me to design some more things for them in hardware and computers. And I, I did more and more. And then I, of course, that day and today I'm still here. So, uh, it was 30, almost 28 years ago, actually. And, uh, so I think that's to me, that's, uh, once I, you know, I was doing things for others, creating new products for others, helping them make a lot of money. So, few down the, years down the road, I realized that I think it's, it's about time for me to do the same thing for myself. Mm-hmm. And I, I must say that uh, I couldn't have chosen um, a worse time uh, than 2001 when I actually left my job to start my first uh, company myself uh, mm-hmm. on my own. Uh, and I, I guess they say ignorance is bliss, if you heard that saying, right? So yeah. I didn't know anything about it. So I I didn't know. I thought, well, I am such a good designer, such a good business person. I have created millions of dollars for my company, you know. So I I would just do the same thing for myself. And I left a very cushy job to start my company, first company. And it was fortunately for me, my uh, first company was started beginning of 2001. And I raised the first round of venture financing on 31st of August, 2001.
0: Oh, and my I'm goodness. I'm sure you remember what happened,
1: <laughs> what happened in September,
0: right? Yeah.
1: And uh, September, I mean, which was, uh, I mean, you know, we all know it was a very sad month for all of us. And I think, but I think we hung in there and we continued the journey. And that's uh, that's what makes you. I mean, I think your character and your persistent tenacity develops through tough times, as they say. So... So it's kind
0: of how I started and uh,
1: continued on my journey. Sorry, go ahead.
0: No, so you're saying it's it's the grit, really. It's it's grit that's part of the success, the key to the success. I mean, it's good products and and but it's grit. Absolutely, I I
1: think it is it is eventually it is the grit. You you may have heard this that you know these kind of statistics, statistics which they're thrown around at uh, how, I mean, one out of so many hundreds of companies actually succeed, you know, to say, I mean, 20% of the companies see the second year of their life. And out of that, so many companies see the third year of their life, like that, there's some stat, uh, you know, and I mean, it's really a grit at the end of the day, any successful venture that can, uh, you know, stay through time. I mean, you know, it's, it's comes out of the grit of founders and and, uh, it's not just the product you know
0: right right because it's the customers and building the relationships with people and you can have the best product in the world but you know it's it's the whole package that makes it work Yes,
1: absolutely
0: I understand you were the most innovative digital transformation CEO in 2019. So, what's your vision for the future in technology?
1: See, what the current time is, uh, you know, it has taught us a lot of things, right?
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: few things that definitely it has taught us or strengthened our resolve in is that technology is here to stay. Mm hmm. And 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 remote working of any kind is here to stay, even post COVID era. I don't think people will go back to what it was, you know, prior to COVID. Mm-hmm. Right? In fact, I I have coined this term BC and AD, before COVID and after the disappearance of COVID. Mm-hmm. Right. So I think in, in so if these times have taught us anything that is that data science and data analytics is going to save us from similar situations in the future if we all if you all read about how new york from being the you know the worst place on earth uh, during covid initial months of covid to now uh, you know how best they have been able to handle or manage the situation right uh, mm-hmm. That is all because of the data, data science, data analytics, and then of course the whole automation, the new kind of newer kinds of automation. Not too long ago, people used to feel that automation kill jobs, and now I tell you, automation is keeping the world alive. That's and, true. You know, it is, yeah, and and I think so. So automation, data science, data analytics, and artificial intelligence these are the things these are the things of the future in my view and they are going to help us be prepared much better prepared for covid 20 covid 21 or any other kind of uh, you know situation uh, that we face in the future
0: but but it also changes the it also changes the skill sets i mean in the 80s in banking you used to have people whose jobs were doing by hand and calculator what now is done with a spread programmed in a spreadsheet so all those jobs no longer exist but you have new jobs now so 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 what do you see how do you see the environment changing for skill sets required and and jobs for people in the future i mean what do you see happening with that
1: yeah, that's a very good question. I mean, you're right. I mean, that's always this is the battle. It's not the first time we are fighting this or we are facing this. I mean, the, the first industri- in, industrial revolution, right, of mm-hmm. 40s and 50s. And I mean, it has always been there. I mean, you know, we keep hearing coal and then uh, solar and then this. And I mean, that's the new versus old. That battle will continue forever. Right? Mm-hmm. So I, the way I see it is that, you know, as more and more automation uh, comes in and then people find that they, it's not that, uh, uh, you know, um, whether we use automation or not, but when do we use automation, right? Mm-hmm. Um, automation of any kind. I'm talking it's across the board automation. So I think people will find that uh, there are, yeah, the older skills. I mean, like, I'll give you an example. In our field, like, you know, Every time there is a test automation, I mean, every time you write a piece of software, you need to test it thoroughly. Mm -hmm. And there was a time it was all done manually. People will set up the environment, come up with a test plan, set up the environment, and test it through various combinations and permutations before you release it. And then automation. Now automation has become so easy that you can write in plain English what you want to test, and it will spit out. A code for you know, mm-hmm. to actually run to test it mm-hmm. so even now, in the future, even the programmers may not be needed, We just think that this is what I want, and code will automatically come from an automation automated system and we deploy the code and go on. but then the skill your skill can be used in other things and, and what, are
0: yes, what are those so what are those other those things? things like if you're preparing That's for the right. future. What what should you be looking? What skills should you be looking to develop now? So I,
1: I think I mentioned, like you know, the data analytics
0: mm-hmm.
1: to me is is a new field, and it is something that not uh, not many people are available in. Not many people have that kind of skill set, and and artificial intelligence and even blockchain. Mm-hmm. These are some of the new things which will be which will pave the road for, you know, for, for, or make you future ready, you know? And I think if you, if right now, if anyone has these skills, even if they don't have much experience, they get hired right away. Mm-hmm. Right. It is needed. You know, data analytics and data science is needed not only by, you know, software companies, it is needed mm-hmm. by hospitals. It is needed by banks. It is needed by hedge funds. It's across the board. The need is there. Mm-hmm. But,
0: right? but because what, everyone is... Yeah, go I'm ahead, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, so, I, but not everyone has the skill to be an engineer or a data scientist. So, what are what are some of the other things you could see people learning or acquiring skills that could be valuable in this? in this sort of rapidly changing environment?
1: I say a really good question. I mean, you know, you see, you know, I'm an entrepreneur. So one skill which is always in demand is being able to look at a problem and find a solution that at a higher level. That's how I define entrepreneurship, mm-hmm. right? I'll give you an idea that uh, I was talking to my brother who lives in India and, you know, I don't know how much you know about India, but there are people who are in places like India, still not as developed as U.S. Mm-hmm. So he had a, a person who works for, for my brother and not, not very educated and all that. And all of a sudden they found in the COVID environment, they were not able to do the regular work that they were doing before COVID came. Mm -hmm. But that person knew how to do, the person knew good, uh, had good tailoring skills, right? Mm -hmm. So that person, she started, my brother encouraged her and financed her. She started switching, making these uh, face masks, right? And now, within four months, she has set up an industry, you know, a company start selling designer face masks for, you know, huge amount of money. And I'm just giving you an example. I think to me, the, the, the need for the future, the remote delivery, all of a sudden, you, you may have heard that Uber, you know, Uber, which was, we all know, we all have used Uber or Lyft and their, you know, their, their uh, taxi business or cab business is not doing well the delivery business is doing a lot better. And now delivery is not just limited to delivery of restaurant food, but also almost everything that is available in the market. Right? So there are a lot of things I would say. I mean, it is a matter of, uh, you know, it's a matter of a smart person looking at a problem and seeing if there is a solution that he can come up with to solve the problem. Now, I think perhaps you are hinting at what kind of skill. People who are not entrepreneurial, who are not smart enough, what should they do? Right? I mean, I think there are, yes, I mean, right now we are obviously, we are going through, I would say challenging times, very high Mm -hmm. unemployment rate and everything. But I think once things come out, once we come out of this, I feel, personally feel, and we will come out of this situation.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We'll come out with a with a bang. Mm-hmm. I feel a single important thing that will help economy recover. You know, I term it as human urge. Human urge to you know to in a way to spend more, to utilize more services. And that once things, once the situation outside becomes better, the human urge will, you know, bring the economy back, and that will bring a lot of new jobs. The older companies which have gone under will give rise to the newer companies. A lot of new startups will come out. Mm-hmm. Now, what people can do, people will have to obviously look at. I mean, I I, I cannot say that you know they there will be. I feel remote delivery of goods is here to stay
0: mm-hmm.
1: and that for that you don't need a whole lot of skill right if right. you have a car and you i mean you can i mean right now you see how many packages each one of us orders through amazon or walmart or some other companies right and mm-hmm. and the packages are delivered not just by fedex or usps but by all kind of private parties Right. And that's just an example like that. You will find that every industry, a friend of mine, he just raised hundred million dollars for for his business, which does remote delivery of prescription or home delivery of prescription, prescription medicine. Now that, I mean, if you see every single thing that we see out there today, we consume, we would have basically a, a business model to get that delivered at your doorsteps, the laundry, you know, I mean, you, you name it. I mean, you know, and I think so. there are there are a lot of opportunities which are there even for people who don't have skills to learn either programming languages or how to use automated systems or data science artificial right. intelligence or or entrepreneurship. So, right. are, I mean, I think it, it, it is going to give rise to, once the economy comes back up again, it is going to give rise to lot of such opportunities for people, skilled or otherwise.
0: Right. We're looking for the middle-class jobs of the future, the things that people, you know, it used to be plumber or electrician or, um, you know, uh, steel worker, you know, th- those used to be really solid middle-class jobs that didn't require a huge education. But, but now... Um, and they're still those are still the middle class jobs of the future. But there are there are other things that used to be like the guy, the people who worked in the banks and did the anal- analytics that's been replaced by spreadsheets. Those middle class jobs are gone. And a lot of middle class jobs are, you know, are being are gone, too, now that we're doing things on computer like banking or, you uh, and we're not having a branch where people would go to, to, you know, do their banking transactions. So I was just curious as your thought as to where, where people would be working in, in, that, in that changed environment.
1: See right now, if you see, if you can find a plumber in your area, you perhaps live in one of the very fortunate areas. I cannot find a plumber in my area because everybody is remodeling their homes. <laughs> Everybody's adding sunrooms, decks. I, I, we also <laughs> added a, a new deck and changed a lot of air conditioning. Air conditioners in our home or heaters now, furnaces in our home. In the last one or two weeks, I mean, it's, it's a, it's. I tell you, it's the, it's just a matter of. I think, I know at one level we all are worried those jobs go away, but at another level, I no. tell you, the human, yeah. human urge is producing newer opportunities housing market who had thought during covid times the housing market would be would start booming right there is a the, you know the market i mean the overall the, the the main market is going down unemployment is high but housing market is booming <laughs> right it's <sighs> crazy I think, and i think it's, it's crazy same thing like you mentioned about computers see now is a perfect time to start working on or start learning how to repair computers. Yeah, because we cannot afford a downtime. Actually, I I I have. I mean, I share something with you. Just day before yesterday, we have three of us live in a, in our home. Me, my wife, and my son. We all each one of us have a Mac. I ordered one extra Mac because I cannot afford a down and cannot afford downtime. <laughs> right, and, and and I think, and my wife's computer went bad, of course we gave it for, gave it for repair, and it takes only one week to get it back. And we, I mean, times are changing. I think if, it's just a matter of seeing that, okay, if you can learn how to repair, and these repairs are not that hard because you actually don't change. It's not that you go at the chip level and remove the chip, old chip, and put a new chip. You change mm-hmm. the board. <laughs> you know exactly. if, you want to, if someone wants to learn those things they are there someone yes. wants to learn how to fix fix the software i would love for someone to come and clean out clean up my com- computer of all the things that i don't use or don't need I, I, you know someone who's who really knows good software i mean what's the kind of software and how often it is used in a the computer these kind of things are there i think it's a matter of people learning those skills
0: yeah. Now, um, now, also, I've, I the other thing that was interesting to me is that you're you've you've uh, you're very involved with meditation and bringing that into people's lives, and and I was wondering how you saw the intersection of meditation and business.
1: Yeah, I feel meditation is something that can help anyone lead a better life. You know, we all, you know, spend so much time, so many cycles or so many, uh, so much time in our life uh, in thinking about worrying, analyzing, acting, mm-hmm. reacting. Mm-hmm. And meditation can help us normalize our own selves, as well as our interaction with others. That to me is the benefit of meditation. People say, uh, reduce stress, make you calm. I think, I mean, that is, of course, all those are there, but at a higher level, meditation brings two benefits to a person. It helps a person relate better to their own selves and relate better to the outside world. Now let's see in the business, in a daily business, daily activity, if I see as a business person, what I do, I interact with my employees, interact with my clients, interact with others around me. That gets much better if I have, if I am more balanced inside me, calmer inside me, you have mm-hmm. less stress within me. Same way relating better to myself. Even if I just not too long ago, a few hours ago, I had a very tough customer call. We were late on a delivery of a very big system of software. and You know, it has gotten delayed by seven weeks. The customer is unhappy. But still, we very calmly, we talked to them. We said, well, we have all the intentions of getting it done, whether we make money out of this or not. But we want to get this done, but we need your help. There's no way humanly possible we can deliver it on time. So I need you to understand this. And I think I I, I would share this with you without disclosing the name of the customer. They said, the way you said this, your sincerity, it reflects your sincerity. Mm-hmm. I don't have any questions. I know you will, get, you will deliver this. Mm-hmm. And I know it's late. I have to talk to, I have to face the music from my CEO and my clients, but I will do that because sometimes these things happen. Right, right. So I think it is, so it is, so meditation and business, meditation helps you relate or connect better to your own selves and things outside of you and there's no other place than daily business life where this can be useful.
0: Right, and we seem so disconnected now. I mean, the society seems, at least in America, people seem very disconnected from each other.
1: Yes, it is unfortunate, Minda, I think uh, every advanced society, I feel, you know, um, comes, or I would say, Goes through such times and, and, and but i I am pretty hopeful that uh, we will go past this, and uh, i I think uh, they say hope is for everyone <laughs> right right i mean we, we we can hope that we will go past this, and uh, this is not the first time we have faced uh, such divisions or such uh, uh, such things in our society that we see around us. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is not the last time, but I think we'll go past this. I think what we are seeing is, let's say the the cycle uh, during any kind of pandemic situation, you go through uh, be, you know cycles of behaviors. We are going through, we have just gone, I mean, from anxiety, you come to anger. So right now, what we're seeing around us is a lot of anger. You mm-hmm. know? And And I think we'll go past this eventually and... I, I am pretty sure people will see that see goodness or good in each other, and will be, you know, once again the great company, the great country that uh, we have always been.
0: Right. I think your point is well taken, though. What you're, what I'm hearing you say is that we that anxiety. We're, we've been in a time where there's a lot of uncertainty. It's created a A certain amount of uh, the, the anxiety that's resulted from the uncertainty has made people angry. The confinement has made people uncomfortable. So there's a lot of discomfort. But one of the things that you've talked about meditation about is that it's a tool that helps people get comfortable with themselves. And because they're comfortable with themselves, it helps them, it may help them We, you know, relate better to the people around them, even though, and and not necessarily in a way that's hostile. The way people are doing now.
1: Yes, that absolutely. That is what I, 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 absolutely, and I think right now what we are seeing is people expressing their uh, unhappiness with the situation or helplessness with the situation in the form of anger, and and I think. Uh, this will change this will definitely change and i hope more and more people take uh, or learn meditation to bring that balance in their life so
0: Especially how do
1: now more than,
0: more than ever so how does somebody who doesn't know anything about it take it up what's what's their where do they get started
1: See, there are many kinds of meditation techniques and i think you may have heard of the most popular app that is out there is called karma app. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a Calm app. There's a Headspace. You can, you know, there are, I mean, there are many free meditations in each one of these. And at the simplest level, people can download this. Uh, they download those apps and learn meditation. The kind of meditation I learn, and I also teach uh, as well. And these days, we are teaching all, everything remotely, you know, through Zoom, mm-hmm. actually. Wow. And it is called... It is called heartfulness. You know what I feel, you know that we you heard a lot about uh, mindfulness for a number of years we, we have seen mindfulness uh, has been around and people have you know, a lot of people practice mindfulness, meditation. Mm-hmm. I practice and teach heartfulness because I feel what lies beyond mindfulness is heartfulness. What is missing in our life these days is the qualities of the heart, which is compassion, love, empathy. And the more you connect with your heart, more those qualities, more those characteristics grow within you. And it helps you with the benefits that we talked about, connecting to yourself and others better, in not a quicker way. So this is, we have a website, heartfulness.org. People can go there. We have... In, in the United States, we have about 600 trainers, and it is taught free. Every single trainer, like me, has their day job, but they f- devote their time to help others in the evenings or mornings to teach this meditation. And you can go there, find the nearest trainer, call them or send them an email. They'll connect with you, and uh, they will teach you. They'll walk you through a few sessions of heartfulness, then you can do start doing it yourself. We also have an app called HeartSap. You know, mm-hmm. HeartSap by Heartfulness. Both on, uh, and that is also free. Everything there. They HeartSap also allows you to connect to a trainer anywhere in the world. You can get a live trainer via an app to teach you meditation.
0: Mm. It's amazing, it's, and especially yeah. valuable in these times. So if they if they want to find those numbers or obtain the app how do they do it so
1: app is there both on android and ios they can download it it's called hearts app by heartfulness
0: mm-hmm. you
1: just type hearts app they can they'll find it they will download it connect there are some videos that will help you you know they'll guide you through meditation we have three practices meditation cleansing and connection and you can learn those yourself or you can connect to a live trainer anywhere in the world. And, uh, you know, once you learn that, you can, I mean, uh, I would say they can start doing it on their own. There are guided practices as part of the app. They can, you know, walk, which will walk them through on a daily basis through meditation.
0: So it seems to me, though, that that they all, there's a way you said that people who may not be savvy on their phones could also connect maybe through the through the web to get the information.
1: Yes, yes. The web, I think they can go to heartfulness.org website Mm
0: -hmm. and
1: as soon as they go to the website, in the middle of the website, they'll find how to find the nearest trainer. There is a map and they enter their, their address, it will, you know, it will help them locate the nearest trainer. And they can send an email to that trainer. The mm-hmm. trainer will contact them with, with his or her availability for the sessions, And then they can
0: set up time with that person. I, I think the two biggest takeaways I have uh, from speaking with you is, is a, a sense of hopefulness, but also a sense of of the ability in these times to maybe... Uh, do something for yourself to make your life better through meditation. And I really appreciate you sharing those those things with, with me today. Our guest, uh, Sanjay Segal, he, he was just amazing. I hope you'll come back and share some more. This is Minda Wilson with Urgent Care.